I'm Annalise Seaborn, Certified Life Design Coach, and I'm your host here on Wake Your Dream, a podcast about growth and how the ways you think and act are what create your life. And I'm joined by my conversation partner, my husband, Alan. Hello. And we are going to dive into today's topic. Let's do it. (laughs) Great. So yeah, today's topic is about not crediting your progress. And, and that that would be a bad thing. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, well, realized... I was going to get, I was going to, yeah. 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 Get yeah. into like why, you know, why I picked this or what angle that has on growth. Okay. Not crediting your progress is yes. an obstacle to growth. Okay. Got it. That's just, a better way, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just, when I saw the title, it struck me as kind of a weird way when all because of the it should other be crediting your progress. Yeah. Or like the importance of crediting your progress yeah. or something. So which we'll probably call the episode that uh, I think okay. not crediting your progress. I think it was written that way because it's like, oh, what are a lot of the topics that I work with my coaching clients on? Okay. Okay. Well, so the, one yeah. of the big issues, yeah. right, is not crediting our progress. Got it. So okay. yeah, I think that's why it was written that way. Yeah. But not crediting your progress that's a pretty big obstacle to growth and it's a pretty common one too that um, makes a lot of sense right when i i mean even just seeing it written down i i immediately started thinking about oh that applies to me in this way oh yeah i definitely yeah. do that oh yeah i definitely you know find myself yeah you know i've talked about it a lot before i'm very all or nothing mm-hmm. and so it's like i'm either you can hear one of our dogs in the background. In this, yeah, I'm either <laughs> in this new habit and mm-hmm. I'm like all in, or I'm kind of like, eh, is, I oh, haven't yeah. done anything meaningful. Yep. You know? Yep. So, yeah, I think this one's going to be aimed toward me and yeah. like in a good way. Yeah. Know? And me for sure. So, it'll okay. be interesting to hear nice. like as we both think. You know, as it comes to mind for both of us, like, how does this show up for me? It'll be interesting to hear, like, the different examples we have. Um, For sure. I think those are good topics when it's like, oh, wow, yeah, that's really relatable. And that really is something I do or don't do or now that it now that it starts with a not, I'm so confused sorry on how to say that but that's okay <laughs> maybe right. we'll say like the focus of today the focus yeah the no, focus who, of the don't, topic don't today is my, that this is a common obstacle yeah don't worry about yeah. how i'm anyway it's hanging me up just keep moving so yeah I'll so catch up. how yeah well you're already here we're just talking about it from two different angles so okay so for me it was kind of coming up of like um you know like i was saying this is a pretty common um aspect of growth and of trying to make change in your life um trying to you know really transform your life your life um it's a it's a pretty common aspect of the work that we do in coaching when i'm coaching with my clients um coaching is really about for the client it's about learning how to think differently it's about learning how to think differently about you, about what you're capable of, um, learning how to think differently, like at like three o'clock on a Thursday 
about anything you're right in the middle of. Um, because every arbitrary little, um, seemingly small or mundane, every minute matters. Um, your life matters and it matters that you feel engaged in it and a part of it and not so separate from that future you that's going to have achieved everything you wanted to achieve and that's going to be like your optimal self or whatever, you know, sure. whatever those ideals are that you really want to be shooting for or that you think that you're like, um, you're not enough unless you're those, unless you're that person or that version of you. That's the kind of work we're doing in coaching where you start to integrate yourself more and more and start to feel less disconnected from the you you want to be and start to realize you can be that you like any minute that you're thinking more like the you you want to be. Sure. It's way closer than what you're picturing. Yes. You know, because. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard you. I can't remember if we've ever talked about this on the podcast or not. But you've used the term limiting beliefs. Yes. And that's what's jumping into my mind as you talk about that. Yeah. Because it really feels like so often that's where we, as people in general, get ourselves into, you know, I don't want to say trouble because that's not what I'm talking about, but it, we kind of get ourselves into these ruts where, yeah, right. Well, I've put this artificial ceiling on myself. Yeah. And because I did that, now I'm not even like, even if the idea pops in my head, I go, yeah, but that's not doable. Exactly. And it's immediately like, okay, so then what's something achievable I could hope for? And then you, you've brought the bar down so far for yourself. Right. That it's not even like excite. You're like, I don't get excited about trying to be up to this bar I'm putting for myself because I don't know, it's kind of ho-hum, you yeah. know? Yeah. Where you're not like picking the direction that you're trying to go. You're not picking it based on what you really want. You're picking it based on like how small your idea of yourself has gotten. What feels potentially realistic. Yeah. It's like with all these limiting beliefs right, in place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for for whoever's listening to like a limiting belief, I mean, you probably can already catch the vibe of what that would be, but you can especially catch yourself in a limiting belief, which is also super common. Every single person has a, I don't know, even like a rotating cycle of limiting beliefs that they kind of have to like be aware of. Um it's what you think that you're capable of. So where you start using words inside of yourself like, mm, I can't, I can't do that. I can't be more organized or like I can't keep a schedule or I'm terrible at boundaries. Sure. Oh, I'm terrible yeah. at that. Yeah. Right. So you can or, hear, you know, like I'm going to put it kind of practical for me and you currently. Yeah. Yep. I don't know how to record a podcast at home. Yes. Right? Yes. Listen so, to that. So that's you know, present tense. I don't know how to record a podcast at home. And there's a there's a um feeling there. Is it is it a deflated I don't know how or is it a curious I don't know how? Sure. Cause that even makes a difference, yeah. right? Yeah. I for don't sure. know how, if you think about it, that's a that's a neutral thing to say. Yeah. 
I would say unless when we... you think it's bad to not know, then you sure. start to think negatively about yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think I would say when we started, it was a deflated, yeah. like, you know, because we... For me too, yeah. For, for everyone listening, you know, we... This is episode 13. 13. Mm-hmm. We recorded the first episode after watching a couple YouTube videos on how to set up the mics. Totally. And then we recorded it and just kind of planned like, well, hopefully we can figure out how to turn that recording into a a podcast, an episode that like, you know, has in my perfect has world. intro music and yeah, has yeah. <laughs> you know like somehow we figured out how to edit it and somehow we figured out how to upload it somehow. and somehow yes, we figured totally. out you know like how to make it so that the volume of both of our voices fits together mm-hmm. and the volume of the song like so i'm i'm saying these things because now we're recording episode 13 Mm-hmm. And I would say in the last week is when I sat and really tried to figure out how to edit these things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I've edited in the last week, let's say week and a half, mm-hmm. I've edited episode one through episode 11. And so right now yeah. when I say we don't know how to record a podcast at home. Right. I don't feel discouraged because I'm like, well, I have the exported files. We haven't uploaded anything yet. You know, we yeah. haven't like, so that's the next barrier. Like I want to catch up editing all the ones we've recorded. Yeah. And then I'm going to jump into trying to figure out how you like get it hosted and how you launch right. it and right. all that. You know, so I, I kind of just want people to hear that we're we're taking this sort of step by step right you know this and it's like li- like a real-time live ongoing journey yeah, where we started to figure from scratch. out to figure out how to do something that we haven't done before right and something that you know at the beginning we were totally out of our depth we right had it no was more like with that yeah i think we'll be able to figure this out that was more right. where we were, where today, like at least I think this, I think you probably felt this way probably a few episodes in because a lot of your concerns were about the recording of it, about do we have the right stuff here that it's going to record right? Do, mm-hmm. you know, how's our banter back and forth? Am I going to, is Alan going to take us too far off topic? You know, which I have a couple times. Um, you know, mm. but like once we got a few under our belts, I think you started to feel like, yeah, yeah, we know how to do this. Yeah. But for me, it was still like kind of hanging over my head, like the editing. Well, thing. you don't know if, mm. like, what if, what if we found out I had clicked some wrong setting, and had been using <laughs> that the whole time, anything. and right. so the audio was just. Yeah. Like fair gonna question. be mostly unsalvageable. Right. You know, and I'm like, I don't know. Obviously I could make some kind of mistake like that. Right. Right. And so like right now I'm feeling like 
yeah, okay, we, we've got a little podcast going on here. There's more of an you know? air of possibility around it. Yeah. Versus yeah. It's like, we're real out of our depth and this is very, quote, unknown yes. territory. And to me, yeah. it feels like, yeah, we have some, you know, some other obstacles coming up. But I, you know, and I don't know if it's going to be significant or insignificant to try to figure out the hosting and the uploading and the, sure. you know, I don't know. I, but I'm, I don't feel like, uh-oh. Is, yeah. is there something maybe that we missed that's going to bite us here? Yes. You know, where up until I did all that editing, I did have more of that, yeah. you know. I think that's a really good example, actually, too, Um, just because, yeah, it, it's like it steps you through, like when you're hearing that story, it's like stepping you through, okay, like these are the stages and the phases of like starting something from scratch. And I heard this thing, I I wish I had looked up like what this is called, um, but it's an actual like, uh, I feel like it's a theory or something like that. But the theory goes, nothing complex is created from scratch. Okay. Okay. Nothing complex is created from scratch. A complex thing is created from several simple things put together. Okay. So the reason that that popped up for me was because when we're not crediting our progress, which you can already probably tell in yourself, like maybe some top reasons why you would have a hard time crediting your progress. Um, For me, it's, well, that step seemed really, really small. That step. Yeah. Seemed, or that action or task, that seemed really tiny in comparison to what I want to be, what I want to end up with. Sure. Right. It's such a small percentage of the yeah. full thing that I want yeah, this that is it like feels like one eightieth of like what yeah. I'm trying to end up with. Yeah. Right. And that's why that thought, that theory came to my mind because it was like, oh, right. Nothing big and weighty and like significant nothing is just like that is created from scratch what is created from scratch are these simple things that you put those things together you string them together you layer them or stack them together and those become that significant thing sure and that's what this feels like to the podcast it's like when you think about putting a podcast together it's like there are many layers like you just described like it's not just you're getting together and you're talking about ideas you have to have right you that's have to kind have of the easiest part of it equipment to talk into yeah. and then you have to have something to capture what you're talking about like the computer and then you have to like know what that file type needs to be so that because you're assuming your end goal is that people are going to be able to listen to it so then there's Right. There's layers and layers and layers of these these they're simple on their own. It's like, oh, yeah, buy two microphones. OK, so I just researched microphones. OK, so did that. Right. Yeah. Um, it makes can me we, think. Can yeah, we ahead. I was just going to say, can we transition to talking about. Um, I don't know, just because I think crediting the progress. Well, no, just because, I mean, we can, but I was saying just because I'm thinking about, it's not 
very relatable, I think, to okay. the listener, oh, like starting a podcast. A, like they're like transition to a different analogy or yeah, a different example. Yeah. And okay. to say like, so, like starting, yeah. you know, your coaching business or I don't, yeah, I don't know. But one, I thought of that one too, but that doesn't either. seem that so, relatable either. Do but you have an idea? I have two. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so tell me which one. I don't know. Um, I think they're both relatable. So last year I had um, started Noom, N-O-O-M. That's that Perfect, uh, weight yes. loss app, Yeah. right? And um, that was a very intimidating process for me to even picture myself starting that because paying attention to what I eat or like losing weight, that being my focus or that kind of thing. I've never had that really on my radar. Like I just didn't. I didn't really care. I was within 10 pounds. You know, I would fluctuate within a 10 pound, um, I want to say radius. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. not what I mean. Window, there you maybe? Go. Okay. Um, I'm like, it's not a radius. Um, you know, and that was kind of my life, like through my 20s and um, up till I was 30, I had that uh, experience with my body. And then once I was around 30, I started to just kind of, gain weight like kind of keep the weight on and even after like we got married we have we had several like major moving transitions we moved like three times in seven years or something like that yeah well you moved Um, into the house I owned so I didn't I moved twice but yeah yeah well and when our house wasn't yeah ready to move into that we bought and sold our house out from under ourselves yeah we lived with my parents for a month yep. then your parents for a month and then the right. house still wasn't ready so then we right. went back to my parents for a month and I think we did yeah. another back to your parents we like did. we did so I guess we moved I mean that wasn't the same but it wasn't but it was a uh it was a pretty uprooted year it was yeah. a pretty oh, yeah. like chaotic feeling yeah. year and you know not to mention the other times too where we legitimately moved from one place to another and if with you different are not amounts of skilled work, in needing to happen <laughs> repairs or a trade or something like that exactly i do not recommend that you buy highly do not recommend crazy DIY. fixer upper house no that was a mistake um yeah don't do that no know thyself um so with those kinds of things i think that kind of led to it too but just like not paying any attention and i hadn't paid a ton of attention to my eating habits before um but just not paying a ton of attention to that, all of a sudden, I was like, all of a sudden, obviously, you can tell it wasn't all of a sudden, but I noticed it, like, in a moment. And I was like, wow, I am, I'm 20 pounds, 25 pounds more than I've ever weighed before. Mm. I didn't, I literally didn't fit into any of the clothes um, that I had had, like, since college. You know, I'm 38. And it was just like, yeah, it was sort of a, a little bit of a wake up call, um, I guess, where, you know, they tell you like, well, as you get older, your body is going to change. And like, just so you know, and I was just always kind of like, yeah, OK, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I didn't even know what that would mean. Right. And so. I I went through a really like a lot personally, I would say, too, because I was at a point in my personal growth as well and trying to like treat myself better like treat myself with care that kind of thing yeah in other areas 
that this one was different because I, I had never, you know, like I'm saying, like I had never, um, tried to like work on that area for myself, like with myself to get to different goals. So I had different feelings about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and at first I felt really scared, (laughs) honestly, um, because it was so out of my depth. I was like, oh man, like, I don't know the first thing about monitoring my food or like, oh, and this feels like Mount Everest. Like there's so much I don't know about how food affects my body. I'm going to have to learn so much, right? Like it became this really intimidating, ominous thing, but I'm like, I'm at a weight that I, I don't love it, but I did know enough to know, like, I wanted to change from a place of caring for myself and not from a place of shaming myself. So, and not from a place of like, like obscene restricting yourself either. I was like, this has got to be sustainable. I don't want to do any restrictive, I don't want to learn a diet that's going to like, um, that's going to basically cancel foods that I am going to want to sure. eat at some point. Or like, in yeah, life, right? basically now you can't really go out to yeah. eat with your friends exactly. and just eat like at normal restaurants. Yes. You know, I, I really wanted to avoid that because I knew whatever I was going to like put the energy and put the work into learning. I knew that I was going to need to do that. So yeah. So as far as like crediting my progress there, um, I had to be paying attention to like what was making me feel heavy about moving forward because I kind of wrapped my brain around how I wanted to move forward on that goal. I picked Noom. um, I had researched, you know, these other things. Noom had worked for probably about like, I would say four to five people that I knew in my life. They're totally unrelated to each other and actually totally different personality types. Noom worked for all of them. Sure. And I was sort of like, all right, that seems kind of like a no fail thing to try at least. Um, But when I was feeling like, like just uh, pressure or like, you know, feeling kind of aimless, like my brain was telling me like, oh, you don't know what, how to move forward. I was like, no, I, I do. I pick, I already picked the Noom thing as the thing that I'm going to try. Yeah. And that, that was me crediting, Hey, at least I decided. Sure. I decided this next thing. I just need to pull the trigger on it. So if I wasn't starting to give myself credit at the very, very beginning, um, I would have only been half bought in probably when I started Noom. So once I paid for it and I started the program, I realized like I'm in this to credit every single little step because they have you weigh yourself every day. Like there are these little habits that they have, like that they have you start to practice on a regular basis. And man, that scale goes up and down even as I'm making these new choices about food and I'm learning like portion sizes and I'm learning types of food and I'm really being diligent. The scale is still going to fluctuate. Yeah. And And so even in the midst, I mean, and this is where this is such a good analogy for life in general, right? It's like, that's what the progress of growth, that's what the progress of moving forward on 
anything Anything. looks like. And I'm actually glad we started with the podcast analogy and with this one. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't matter. I just want to say it. As I've been doing these edits, yeah, I've realized that you can hear when our dogs are walking around oh, yeah. in the house yeah, because we have yeah. hard floors. And so Russell just click clacked his way through. That's what that sound is in the I background. Was, I, tried I didn't to like, realize the mics were picking it up I until almost, <laughs> the past I, couple of weeks. I almost said like I tried to throw him a bone by like giving him a shout out earlier. Like, hey, you can hear one of our dogs. But yeah. You will hear one or both of our dogs, most yeah. likely the little one. Yeah. At any given point, apparently. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, I interrupted. You were talking no, about okay. you're glad we started with yeah, those analogies. I'm glad we started. I'm glad we have like very different analogies. Sure. And honestly, my, you know, so the Noom one, just to kind of closure that one, crediting my progress was the difference between having an actual like an actual grasp on the fact that I was moving forward in the program. I was doing a good job. I was doing enough for myself. I didn't have to overdo it if I was crediting my little steps. But if I don't credit my little steps, I'm, I'm not counting anything, right? What am I counting if I'm not counting? I either achieve my goal or I haven't. Yes. And then it's like, okay, well you're living in this yeah. And I have limbo. a situation. A negative limbo. If right. you're not able to see, you know, or with the podcast yeah. or with, you know, with cleaning your house yeah. or with. Exactly. You know, well, I was going to say my emotional growth as well. Sure. It's yeah. like, um, you know, if I'm if I'm not crediting myself for genuinely being in a different place in me today versus four years ago. Yeah. Then Even when if I you feel, still feel like you want to, yeah. Yeah. Like when I feel similar feelings, um, I actually have evidence that I'm not back at square one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have evidence because I've been crediting my progress. I've been counting, right? Like, but now I have context for this emotion, but now yeah. I know where it comes from. And that's a different place, even than feeling that feeling and not knowing where it comes from, but noticing that you're feeling the feeling. That's even a step. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like there's building blocks of and there's building blocks of every direction you're trying to every new direction you're trying to go and every new change that you're trying to like feel yourself make. And I get we live in a a culture in a society that's like it's pretty um, instant gratification. You know, Um, there's a lot that's at our fingertips. Amazon Prime. I mean. Well, yeah, but also other things too. instant gratification. But I would also say that there's something that it's almost like we all understand that the expectation is when somebody asks how we're doing or what's going on, that we would never say, (laughs) well, I'm in the middle of this thing. And I'm, I'm having a hard time and it feels like it's two steps forward, one step back. Like there's, there's kind of the unwritten expectation that your answer to that is either to say, well, really busy, but we're doing good. I know. Or that you say something like, Hey, we just had this recent success, you know, Oh, we just, 
you know, finished up, whatever, instead of being kind of being able to be honest. And so now we have people having a normal human interaction where they're saying, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm on a, a good trajectory, but this week has been kind of a tough one. And I'm sort of, you know, I'm wondering if I'm making the right choice or I'm wondering yeah. if I can follow through or, yeah, you know. Because evaluating along the way is really important to give yourself permission to do also. And if, yeah, and if that and, conversation right. is kind of, I don't know, off limits, but it's kind of outside <laughs> you don't the norm. A lot of examples it's outside it. the norm, you don't, for sure. Yeah, you don't run into and this And so if you're never going to process that, you know, like maybe you have a close friend or close circle of friends where you do kind of talk about that stuff. But for the most part, those things get avoided in conversations. Yeah. And, you know, as someone who's tried to bring some of that stuff up sometimes, I understand why, you know, yeah. it doesn't, it you know, doesn't I don't walk away. Yeah. Well, well yeah. they didn't get like a highlight, but or they something. also usually like say something that, either annoys me or discourages me yeah you know they try to give some trite something or well because they try to fast forward to the end and I'm like because I think people don't like to sit in the tension of something being unfinished sure right yeah so they want to bring their own but like feeling a completeness that isn't there yet but like how much of life is that is sitting in something that's unfinished exactly a lot exactly a lot. it's and most it's most of it because honestly right. the like complete- hopefully if you're working on yeah. growing then you're you know you're like yeah i'm moving in a good direction but i you know i see my ideal is still out in front of me so i'm yeah i'm growing toward it hopefully right. you know just the becoming yeah experience and that's the goal. Yeah. Right? And that's the other thing about limiting beliefs, like you had mentioned in the beginning as well. Limiting beliefs make us feel like um, if we haven't arrived or if we don't know when we're going to arrive or how, that we're pretty much disqualified from being mm. valuable unless sure. we do. Sure. Like we're not, we wouldn't be, it wouldn't be worthy yeah. to bring up. Oh, I'm in this middle and I'm kind of struggling. It's yeah, like, well, you I'm just kind of that proving were, to people yes. that I don't know what I'm doing or something Dude, strange. Yes. It, and it And I do think people read it that way. Yeah. And that's what is actually the difficult thing about being honest and yeah. like real about exactly where you are. But I, that's why I think crediting your progress and um, really helping yourself own your milestones. Yeah as teeny tiny as they might be, is so empowering. Right, yeah. Because you get yeah. to be, you get to see yourself. You get to understand yourself, even if you're not getting the, those feelings from other people. Yeah. And I hear a lot of people, like, when they're sh- shooting for a goal or when they're try- genuinely trying to live their dream, I hear a lot of people like, oh, it just really sucks. I don't feel a lot of support from people around mm. me. Yeah. And... This is a huge part of how you feel support. We you think support yourself exactly. and remind yourself, yes. hey, you know, you, you maybe are fortunate enough to have 
you know, a few people yeah, that who will, are yeah, that will be like, Hey, yeah. we're, we're hoping this goes good for you and right. we want to cheer you on. But whether or not you do, you have the, the capacity here with this, you know, with this, uh, kind of process of learning how to count your own it's a progress yeah 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 right you have a way to create that inner stability more and more and more for yourself as you're on your journey as you're on your path yeah as you're facing the direction that you keep having to choose to face and it takes energy to choose to face that direction yeah you caught there was one episode I was editing recently that you talked about like how you can improve your thoughts is just take a 1% improvement mm. and then use that as your thought on that ladder. Oh yeah. The you ladder. Know, and that, thoughts, that yeah. idea is kind of mm-hmm. popping into my head here mm-hmm. of thinking like, well, if you can, if you can help yourself remember yes. that movement in, in a direction that you picked yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. in the direction you want, exactly, in the direction yeah. you picked is progress. Yeah. And that's a positive thing. And even if you were yeah. hoping, oh, well, I was hoping today was going to be like, that's, yeah. that's, I think, it's where true. I find myself get off track a it's lot. It's true. You yeah. know, I was hoping I was going to get this accomplished today. And I got like 70% of it accomplished. And so I feel discouraged. Right. Because I pictured in my head I was going to get, you know, a a significant amount more done and I wanted to kind of check it off. And instead, if I can help shift and go, well, you got 70 percent of the way there and that's 70 percent more than you had this morning or, you know, whatever. Like, that's it's that's great. It's It's progress. It's further. Yeah. It's further. And if we can count, hey, I'm further, then we're doing better. We're doing good. Um, I like that you brought up ladder thoughts as as like um, that's a mental tool that you can use to collect or to credit your progress more. Yeah. Um, another mental tool. I think I've talked about it in another episode as well, but it's basically just collect positive evidence. Mm. Yeah collect positive evidence. I think I even had a whole, I think we did an episode on it potentially, but understand that not crediting your progress, that's super common, right? Like we talked about, but it's reactive. It's what your brain is Mm. going to do on default. It's going to not, it's going to fight you crediting your progress. Sure. Because it just doesn't work that way. It wants to find all of the loopholes, all of the missing pieces, all of the not enough yet stuff. Mm, yeah. And this is where this comes in really handy and is very um, helpful is when you can put in front of you, oh, but I'm collecting positive evidence. My brain wants to collect negative evidence. Uh, in my journey is, is actively doing and that it is actively right? doing that which is so why i, I never have feel like I'm to moving. make myself actively do the positive because right. otherwise i'm going to get to the end of the day and go i've got a bucket over here that shows yep. all these missteps failures you know yep. uh missed opportunities and if i'm not if you know yeah. that brain is just 
my brain, I don't know everyone's if it's everyone's brain, brain but is <laughs> collecting this brain. negative evidence, yeah. you know. And so you get and go, yeah, look at this huge pile. Like, oh. And so you have to be, Proactive. you have to be intentionally doing yep. the collecting of the positive evidence to put in this other bucket to go, okay, yeah, there, there were some things that didn't You're go gonna, great. There were some things yes. I could have done better, some yes. things I should have done You're instead. You're going to notice negative evidence. Yeah. You're always going to notice it, but you have the choice whether you collect it or not. Okay, so this is the kind of cool thing is you don't have to deny reality in order to collect positive evidence instead of collecting negative evidence. You don't have to like be afraid of negative evidence you might find. You don't have to be like, oh, I hope I don't see things I missed or like I hope I don't feel this weight of like stuff, you know, like I made mistakes or that kind of thing. It doesn't have to hold you back. Yeah. It only holds you back if, it, if your brain is collecting it without you stepping in and saying, hey, we, are, we aren't doing that today. Or sure. We aren't doing that with this. Sure. Let's let that go. So you picture yourself dropping it, releasing it. Mm. Like, hey, I see this negative evidence. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. It does suck. Yeah. It is harder. But you can let that go and just say, that's part of me moving in the direction I want to move. And you put that. You put that optimistic moving forward energy back in front of you. Yeah. And you're like, right, but this is good because I have here are my collecting positive evidence. I took these three steps today that are all three steps that I hadn't taken until today. Right, right. Yeah. And by the way, I'm building something amazing. It's just going to start with stringing all my steps together. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know good. if that's helpful. Yeah, but you're looking at me skeptically. What's going on? I'm not trying to look skeptically. <laughs> I think I'm like concentrating. Oh, okay. I but thought you were looking at me like, no. Is he going to say something or no. disagree? Or I mean, you could say anything. No, of those I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. about how for me, and I'm, I was debating about bringing it up because I'm like, what's talking about working on this podcast again, but I'm like, I've (laughs) been feeling, I've been feeling like, well, I've, I've edited 11 of the ones we've done, but I, I didn't finish number 12. So it was that one still hanging out there. That's not done. And now we're recording a new one. So now I'm going to be too behind quote unquote. Yeah. Not even like thinking, well, I figured out how to do this two weeks ago (laughs) and then I did 11 of the 12 and now we're currently recording another one. Like that's awesome to have 11 finished products, you know? I think like factually, like you put that on paper, anyone would celebrate that. Anyone would see that as a win. But see, I don't think, I, I don't think that's true. And that's the part that we're talking about here. Okay, the limited you know? belief. Well, not, yeah, maybe. But what I'm saying, like when you said anyone would see 11 out of 12 finished and go, yeah, yes. let's celebrate that. Yeah. And I, I think there are a lot more people like me who, who still go, yeah, well, it's not done though. Oh, I, you know? I 100% do agree with that. Yeah. I just and, mean, okay. Like, If you're looking at, if my goal is to get 12 things done and I've gotten 11 things done out of 12, 
Well, I guess see, we're that's talking not my about... goal. My goal is to be caught up. Okay. And that's why there it's such go. a weird, like, I'm not thinking, well, I'm 11 twelfths of the way caught up. I'm okay. thinking I'm, I'm not, not caught, caught up. up. And now we're <laughs> recording a new one. So I'm even further behind. I'm Dude, me totally. speaking right now is putting me further behind okay. on being caught up. That's I, what I'm saying. I would love to highlight this a second and just say, um, I had had a couple questions also like kind of written down for myself in case they came up a little bit. Yeah. It is so helpful to know what your goal is. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because your perspective on what you're shooting for and what would make you satisfied, that's what you're going off of. Right. So whether you know that or not is actually really, really important to crediting your progress. Yeah. It's exactly what you're saying. And then you're when not you realize, like I do, if you don't feel that you're making progress because that wasn't your goal. Right. Yes. So when you realize, like I have this goal of to be caught up. Yes. Then you would probably help me to realize, I mean, you already did, that that's not a very helpful goal. It's just, yes. And it's, it's because like, it, it can't right. have progress right. kind of, right. It's right. like a pass fail situation. It, it is. And, and I'm failing I would just ask in you, my head. I would just ask you, how do you feel having that as your goal? You don't necessarily have to answer it. No, I, I mean, I feel like, I feel like it means I can never achieve it. It just means I can temporarily yeah. be up to date. Okay. And then I'm behind again as soon as we record again. So then you I know? would then I would ask you, how do you want to feel when you do Not set like a goal? That. Oh. <laughs> how do I want to feel when I do set a goal? Yeah. Um I know this is taking forever, but Sorry. I'm gonna edit it so it's way shorter space between it when I get because I know long, how now. It is how long um, thinking takes, though. So yeah, I wonder if we yeah. keep it in. I, well, I mean, I sat there just dead silent for a long time. <laughs> um, how do I want to feel when I set a goal, or when you're shooting for a goal? When I'm I guess. shooting for a goal. Yeah. Well, I think I want to feel. Like it's doable. Otherwise, I think I'm going to I'm going to miss or lose my motivation. Yes. Before I get started. Right. If that feels right to you. Yeah. You can you can be sure that that's going to be right. Yeah. And that is right for most people. Yeah. Doable is a big one. Because it's like, you know, when I when I think about how I've been editing these things. You know, it's, I mean, part of it is we're recording on your laptop. Yeah. And so when you're, when you have sessions or when you're, you know, working on leaving, stuff, you know, you've left too. and had a session, you yeah. have your laptop with you, you know, I'm like, well, I got to do it when it's here, Yeah. you know, but it's like you, so if you have social plans in the evening, right? like I'm sitting, working on editing from six until 10 at night you know whatever when you get home and that's not coming from uh I sit down and go I really want to work on this goal right now it's like oh well the laptop's here and 
right, right. I, I, I don't have, have anything else to do. It's like a cramming a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Feeling. It's not coming from a, you know, like, yeah, I'd like to work on that right now. Like I'm in the yeah. headspace for it. It's like, I got to get that done. Yeah. Because my goal is to get caught up. Right. Yeah. And it's like, if my goal was, hey, if we're going to release one episode a week, <laughs> make sure you have, you know, a few yeah. episodes in the, in the. And even if you picked, that yeah. can be very helpful too. If yeah. you, if you just as a placeholder, right. Sometimes people get nervous about like picking what they're shooting for. Sure. Um, They get like hesitant about specifying a number but that's very helpful at first if you're like i want to be three episodes ahead yeah one month ahead whatever yeah right yeah but just picking a number actually helps it feel a lot more doable you can assess Mm. right in that second whether three three ahead yeah you can sense that in your body does that feel doable to me now that i know a little bit of how to edit sure or does it not picking a number gives you something to work with right Mm, and that's why crediting your progress too it's about you're collecting evidence right you're collecting positive evidence that you are moving you're collecting a number of things yeah i'm not saying you necessarily have to count like okay it took five good steps today it wasn't like that necessarily but you're being specific with your brain yeah when you're noticing all the movement in the right direction yeah that's like okay good then when there's whatever if it is a setback or if it's just a kind of that thought in the back of your head like I gotta be I gotta do more then you can say well yeah eventually I will and that's fine right we'll call it like but look at all the progress so far yeah you know it helps you navigate that like yeah generalized desperation or panic or pressure crunch yeah and when you're when you find yourself in that, and I say when because we all do for sure. You all all you need to remember is ah, my brain moved the goalpost back into limiting mm. belief land. Mm. Yeah, I just need to remind my brain this is what we're shooting for, and this is why. A couple words I like for goals for me are realistic, enjoyable, exciting. Mm. Um, crediting my progress makes me feel like I'm moving forward a lot more reliably and accurately. Mm, yeah. It, it makes me feel stable. It's like, right. oh, this, I can know where I'm at pretty accurately and actually enjoyably. It gives me something to land on. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you, yeah, if you're not doing the all or nothing mindset, right. which is, you know, I think I've hammered home enough that that's what I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, but if I was like, well, the goal isn't to do the all or nothing, no matter what it is. Right. But the goal is to keep moving in a in a positive direction on, you know, this podcast project, on the backyard project, yep. on whatever, whatever else, yeah. you know, whatever skills I'm wanting to develop, whatever writing project I'm working on. Yeah. It's just these are big things that are going to take a long time. Yes. Noom, Noom, by the way, took you're me six chipping months. away at it. Sure. Yeah. 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 Right. And I and had to just, chip away. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise I wouldn't way. have stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like long. Yeah. I saw six months and I, I didn't even believe that I would hit my goal weight 
by six months. Sure. Because it, to me, it felt impossible at the very beginning, yeah. except that I trusted Noom. Sure. Yeah. So you're like, this well, this thing, thing is, you know, established enough. It's got to yeah. be legit. You know, I'll just go with what they say. Yeah. Where. Yeah, that's. And that's yeah, what that's, that's what being a little more specific about your own goal helps you do. If you at least trust that this is doable because I've decided I can hit three episodes ahead. Yeah. I can I can do that. Yeah then you feel like at least if I quote unquote trust the process, I actually know what that is. I do trust it a little more because I've made my process doable. Right. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And I'm, I'm immediately thinking about all my other little projects that are, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of feel like they're hanging over me (laughs) and like, like I spent, you know, I spent what, five hours yesterday working on you know getting I've talked a little about all the disrepair in our yard and stuff and so the first year we were here what I did was tore down a bunch of this old fencing chicken wire wood posts and all this stuff and I didn't like I just wanted to get it out of there but I didn't really know what to do with it so I stuck it all in the shed And then it's been sitting in the shed. And so yesterday I went out and unrolled it, took a bolt cutter, cut all the metal off, folded it, took it to the recycling, you know. And so, but I'm like, yeah, but that was all inside the shed. So I, we don't even really see much benefit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm talking about my stuff a lot, but that's okay. I think that's, That's uh, I think that's something people probably can go, oh, yeah, I can relate to that when it comes to the household laundry or the household cleaning or the household cooking or dishes. Like, yeah, you or know, my career. Like, yeah, oh, for how sure. I'm building yeah. that. Well, yeah. I haven't even set, you know, I have my five year goal hanging over my head because, oh, but if I set a one year goal, that would help me toward that. Yeah. If I set a three-year goal, that would kind of help me fill in the middle a little bit, like, you know, yeah. or I have my end of the year, you know, I have my end of the year, like, supervision conversation kind of hanging over my head. What are those points that I'm going to bring up? I'm sure. trying to set a vision for where I want to move in the company or that kind of thing. Yeah. It really can relate to anything. There are pieces and parts of what we need to intentionally kind of put together. And if we're not allowing ourselves to spend that time, I guess, like being specific enough with ourselves, hey, these are the pieces that I would like to get done. Mm. It's going to feel more daunting because all we can see is just that end result. And that feels like a lot. Right. Yeah. 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 That's good. Thank you for bringing up all those. I actually love all of the examples that came up today. Okay, good. I think. I think they cover just an array of whatever the changes that we're trying to make in our life. They span a lot of different areas of our life. Yeah, they do. And it's cool because this can, this definitely applies to everybody. So thank you for going there too, Alan. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad that my, uh, not so helpful to me way of (laughs) viewing things, you know, but it really, Mm -hmm. I do think it's, I do think it's a spot that 
most, if not everybody listening, finds themselves. All or nothing. You know, completely. Yeah. And just going, yeah, but if, but it's not, it's not the ultimate goal. So I'm, you know, so I'm, I'm feeling like falling short, you know? Yeah. And it's just an exercise of reminding ourselves that falling short is part of what, what we're going to experience on the way. Yeah. yeah. It's just an exercise of making that more and more normal. And it doesn't mean it's never going to go it's, or it doesn't mean it's never going to like, um, I keep saying two different things. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It doesn't mean it's going to feel fine one day that you have all these negative feelings. Sure. I don't think that that'll happen either. I yeah. just mean it w- really will start to feel more normal. And like I was saying about my own emotional growth too, like I just need to remind myself this is part of being a human mm-hmm. and it doesn't disqualify me. Oh, right. That's a right. very, it can be a small relief, but it's at least a relief. Yeah. I yeah. can take a breath in the middle of the day when I feel like, crushed by this thing hanging over my head because oh right but I'm crediting my progress oh right but I'm collecting positive evidence I'm not collecting negative evidence anymore and I can let go of everything I've been accumulating in the meantime yeah like you can do those things so yeah and I know you'll catch the difference um if you start practicing that not you Alan but like well no I'm I'm gonna be working on that too You know, like after we record, we're planning on going out mm-hmm. in the backyard and hanging out for a while. And I'm, yeah, I'm going out there with the intention of going like, yeah, this isn't where we want it right now. Yep. It's, it's not where I want it. I think you are kind of neutral on it. happy with it. You know, but yeah, but, but if I allow myself to rewind and go yeah, but you did this and you did this and you did this and you did this. Like it's, you know, I've put an insane amount of work in there. Yeah. And it's very unfair to myself to be sitting out there dissatisfied. Right. Because it diminishes all that countless, like, yeah, like hundreds and hundreds of hours that I've put yeah into that project like that's that's not cool I would if you were doing that about something you were working on I'd be like no way you can't no you've made huge progress you can't do that to yourself it feels so wrong to treat yourself when it's me I'm like well of course yeah you (laughs) didn't you didn't accomplish this yet so feel bad you know that's such a good catch too Yeah. yeah this is a very honoring thing to do for yourself And if you're not giving yourself credit, there's no amount of credit other people can give you that will ever count for you. I know. I I know that because you and um, a guy who's who does a bunch of handyman projects for us. Mm. He was out a couple weeks ago patching a couple holes in our deck or Mm -hmm. a couple like weird, weird boards on the deck. And uh you and him were both talking about, oh man, it looks so much better out here than when you guys first got here. <laughs> right. He was and like, I'm it's sitting there. I'm sitting there like, yeah. Really? It does? Like, are they just saying this? You know? Yep. And it's, it, like, I, you know, I appreciated your both perspective, but it didn't, it wasn't something I was like internally crediting. Sure. And, uh, I, I think that's not helping me, you know? Yeah. 
I think it's, it's really key to know if I'm not making that choice in me, it doesn't matter that I get it from somewhere else. For sure. Because I think that's what we think we need actually is like, well, if, if somebody who knew something about this looked at it, I would really trust their opinion. Yeah. But I don't think I, the more and more I grow and I realize these things about my own thought life and how it affects how I think about what I'm doing. Mm. Yeah. Um, and how it affects like whether or not I'm even taking other people's feedback or other people's, um, observations. Like, this stuff is a hundred percent true. If yeah, you're, yeah. so you can know too, then if you do credit your progress, it's going to make an enormous impact on the choices you're making. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to work to do it. So I'm excited actually. I, I really am. I'm very excited too. Cause it does change so much about what's possible. Um, so I know this one went a little bit long today, but like, I hope that, um, you know, you who are listening, like, I just hope that this hit home for you. I hope there's some things that really kind of connected. Um, if you want more like that, go ahead and visit my link, linktree.com backslash coach Annalise. And that includes the link where you can schedule your free one hour discovery chat with me. If you're curious about how coaching with me could help you really make those growth steps and do things like make changes in your life in a sustainable way, in a way that feels good and realistic and enjoyable. Um, I want you to feel that way in your life because I've grown to realize it's possible. I hope you live today more the way that you want to, and we'll see you next time. 